Hello and Merry Merry Christmas to all of you, my wonderful and beloved family in Christ. This is my personal Christmas message to you. I thank God for your life. I thank God that we are together. I thank God for the fellowship. I thank God for all of you. I thank God for the journey of 2020. I thank God for what he has done. I bless him for the revelation and I thank him for where he's leading us to. To all my friends and my family, I say Merry Christmas to you and to you, all the members of Grace Life Family Church here in Abuja and elsewhere. I am so grateful that God, by his own grace, is building us into a house. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your commitment. And thank you for everything. And to everyone else who is outside of the city, wherever you are, and wherever you listen to me from, just know that God has made us one family in the spirit. We may not be able to see physically all the time, but we are together as we have been fellowshipping together in the word of God. Amen. Thank you so much deeply for all your support, for all your prayers, and those who have given to support the ministry. Thank you so much. I am deeply, deeply grateful. Thank God for your life. And I know that as we grow, as we trust the Holy Spirit of God to continue to use his word to mature us, to bring us into the full stature of Christ, I know that we are moving from one level of glory to another. Again, I can't say it enough. I want to say to you, Thank you for everything and much love from my heart to yours. And I pray that this Christmas will be a special one for you. It will be the one that God rebukes you from within. It will be the one that your chains are broken. It will be the one that your fears are removed. It will be that one when you discover the path that you ought to go. It will be that one when you finally step on the platform that God is calling you to. It will be that one that will bring a level of peace that you have never experienced before. It will be that one that will help you reconcile all the challenges at home that the peace of Christ that is in you may also rest in your homes. And it will be that one that puts you on the path of completeness. Amen and amen. And once more, let me say thank you to you. Alright, so it's Christmas Day. So let me share this scripture with you so that we also remember the purpose for which Christ came. And as you're going to see right now, this scripture confirms the same message that we preach every day, what Christ has done. Because beloved, while we eat and drink and marry and travel and enjoy ourselves, which are perfectly okay, it is important that we are reminded why Christ came. Amen and amen. Of course, you know what we believed, whether Jesus was born on the 25th of December or not is irrelevant. What is relevant to us is that one day we know that a man called Jesus was born according to prophecy. And that prophecy came to reveal the mind and the purpose of God for humanity. So let's get down to it. Matthew chapter 1. I'm going to read from verse 21. Before I read, let me give you the background to the story. Of course, you know, this talked about Joseph being a just man. Joseph was legally betrothed to Mary to be married but before they started living together Mary was found to be with a baby and because Joseph is a just man he was considering how to quietly 
put Mary away to avoid the shame. And the Bible said while he contemplated on that, while he thought about that, he had a supernatural dream and the angel began to encourage him to take Mary in as the wife. So the verse we're about to read is what that angel of the Lord said to Joseph. Verse 21, she will give birth to a son and you are to name him Savior. Beloved, don't forget, you are to name him Savior. Now, I'm reading the TPT. The other translations will say you are to name him Jesus. You know that Jesus was not the word the angel used. You know that the people who wrote the book of Matthew did not write Jesus because Jesus is not Hebrew. So that is why the TPT here says Savior, which is the meaning of Jesus. And beloved, don't forget the name. You are to name him Savior. Amen and Amen. Now, the Hebrew name for Jesus is Yeshua. Actually, I'm reading this from the explanation in TPT. The Hebrew name for Jesus is Yeshua or Yehoshua, which means Yahweh is salvation. God is salvation, restoration, and deliverance. Don't forget, beloved, Yahweh is salvation. You shall name him Yeshua, which means Yahweh is salvation, restoration and deliverance so today like we said when christ is preached to you salvation is preached restoration is preached and the deliverance is preached praise god now the purpose of his life the purpose of him coming was in that name she will give birth to a son and you are to give him a specific name and that name is savior that name is yeshua praise god because or for he is destined to give his life to save his people from their sins. If there's anything we ought to do in Christmas is to announce to people, is to write songs, is to sing songs, is to put together programs where we teach aggressively the forgiveness of sin. For that is the purpose that Jesus came. It was even included in his name. He was to save, he was to restore, he was to deliver. He is Savior. He did not come to condemn. He did not come to judge. The Bible says you shall call him Savior for he is destined to give his life to save his people from their sins. So the message of Christmas is the message of forgiveness of sin. The message of Christmas is when we ought to remind everyone that Jesus gave his life in order to forgive our sins. So therefore, you have not understood the birth of Jesus and you are not enjoying the birth of Jesus if you do not enjoy the forgiveness of sin. If you do not believe that all your sins, past, present, future, all of your sins has been totally irrevocably forgiven. Why? Because he came to die. Jesus is the only baby who was born for the purpose of dying. Because in dying, my sins and all your sins has been paid for. Beloved, 
as we wish people Merry Christmas, let us also remind them what the season means, what the birth of Jesus means. The Bible said, you shall call him Savior or you shall call him Yeshua. Why? Because he came to save. Don't forget, the purpose was to save. Save us from what? To save us from sin and the consequences of sin. Praise God. So watch this. Until a man sees the forgiveness of sin, that man has not understood the purpose of Christmas. Until we preach the forgiveness of sin aggressively, we have not preached the message of Christmas. Until we let men know that in Christ they have been set free, they have been delivered. Don't forget, every problem you and I have came from sin. It was from sin that sickness came. It was from sin that bondage came. It was from sin that addictions came. Now that we are saved from the root of the problem, we can proclaim to them that you are set free in Christ. Praise God. Amen and amen. Let me repeat. I'm not going to keep this too long today. Beloved, what the core, the content, the purpose, and the passion of Christ was, it was not just dying on the cross. The purpose of it was to do away with sin. The Bible now says in the book of Hebrews that by the sacrifice of himself, he abolished sin. Praise God. Amen and amen. Therefore, beloved, if you have never believed in the total eradication of your sin, if you have never believed that sin no longer has power over you, if you have never believed that you are no longer a sinner, cannot be a sinner, it doesn't matter the gift that you receive, doesn't matter what you do for this Christmas, you have not understood the purpose. And may today be that day for you that your eyes will open, that when you hear the name Jesus, Yeshua, or Yehoshua, or Savior, it means that your sins has been forgiven. If your sin has been forgiven, if your sin has been paid for, anyone who is bringing it up again is denying that Jesus was born. But we was born, not just was he born, he was born according to prophecy. Amen and amen. Verse number 22 says, this happened so that what the Lord spoke through his prophet will come true. Now, verse 22 is reminding us why this happened. When he says this happened, what is he talking about? The virgin birth of Christ. This baby being born by a virgin happened to confirm or as the Lord has spoken through his prophet. Beloved, don't forget the work of the prophets were to prophesy about Christ and the prophet that Matthew is talking about here is prophet Isaiah. And then in verse 23, remember Matthew chapter 1 verse 23, he went on to quote Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14. What Matthew wrote in verse number 23 here is a direct quotation from the prophecy of Isaiah which was given about 500 years before Christ came. And this is written down in Isaiah chapter 7 verse number 14. So let's read verse 23. It says, listen, a virgin will be pregnant. She will give birth to a son and he will be known as Emmanuel. Remember Emmanuel. Now, this name Emmanuel means in Hebrew, God became one of us. The English translations say God with us. Watch this. Two different things. God with us is different from God becoming one of us. Again, 
Let me remind you why translation is important. Those who say, don't worry, it doesn't matter, anyway, you can read anyone, it's not true. Most other Bibles says Emmanuel means God with us. That's what we sing, which is true, it's true. But the complete translation is God became one of us. And then when you read the epistles now, when you read the full revelation of the work of Christ in the epistle, it falls in line that God did not just come to be with us. No, he came and became one of us. I love the preacher who says that the son of God became the son of man so that the sons of men can become sons of God. Amen. So God came to become one of us incarnation he became one of us emmanuel means god became one of us and why did he become one of us that as us he can undo what we did as men it was men that led us into sin he had to be as one of us as men because man had to pay but man could not pay so he came down and became one of us that he may pay for our sins beloved if you have never realized this before, if you have never come to this understanding before, please let it be so clear in your eyes and in your mind today. When you hear Jesus, when you hear Christmas, when you hear Yeshua, what you should hear is forgiveness of sins. What you should hear is that I have been saved from sin. What you should hear is that I have been saved from the consequences of sin. Amen and amen. Don't forget, beloved, that Yeshua means Yahweh is salvation to save us from sin, restoration to bring us back to the place that he has always wanted us to be, and deliverance to cut us loose from everything that has held us bound. Today, I prophesy over you, may what Yeshua means be your tangible experience from now on in the name of of Jesus. Yeshua means salvation. You are saved. Yeshua means restoration. You have been restored to the full image of your father. Yeshua means deliverance. You have been totally and absolutely delivered from the kingdom of darkness, from everything that has held you bound. I prophesy that this is a miracle Christmas for you in the name of Jesus. May your eyes open to see the reality of what he has done for you and in you that you start to enjoy the fullness of this salvation. From now on, you will drink from the wells of salvation every single day in the name of Jesus. Your body is saved. Your body is healed. Your body is delivered. Your mind is set free. Your hands are blessed. Your body is blessed. Your home is blessed. Everything that is in you and around you is blessed. Why? Because your Messiah has paid to set you free. Your Messiah has paid with his life that you may have his own life. Amen and amen. Beloved, Make up your mind from this day, never ever in your life to accept any other message that says otherwise. Don't patronize, don't try to be nice for any message that denies the purpose of Christ, denies Christ himself. We cannot celebrate Christ on the 25th of December and then from 26th, we turn back again and start doing programs that make people look like they are not saved or to start to pray like we are still in bondage. Friends, Christ has died. 
He has set us free. He has cut us loose. Don't let any man's ignorance put you back in darkness. Don't let any man's religious head remove what Christ has done. Don't let any man steal Christ away from you. May this Christmas be that one when you will finally stand on the truth of the gospel and don't patronize any other thing that tries to say otherwise. Friend, when your foundation is built on what Christ has done, don't worry about your future for Christ who took care of your past is in your present and he's also in your future. Praise God. Amen and amen. I'm going to stop here. I was trying to keep this short, but you can see I keep going and going. Let me allow you go. Eat your rice, do your party, hang out, do all what you can. And then please don't forget to keep us in your prayers as we do so. Please let this Christmas be that one that you will enjoy. As you're enjoying, don't forget why you are enjoying. You have been saved from your sins. Shalom.